Yeah. Hi. Man. How you doing? Man. Do you want to know how I work? Um, hello. Man. With Dan and Ryan, it's Walk the Line. And I say, yeah, then I say, Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to Walk the Line, episode 20. Yeah! 20, 20. <laughs> We're into the 20, into the 20. My name is Dan Cryer, and we are here at Impact 89 FM, Impact Sports at Michigan State University. And sitting with me, as always, is my best bud, Ryan Smith. Ryan, say hello to everybody. Well, as you guys can tell, we are excited to be back for another week, and it is officially just basketball season. Only no basketball. Football. Whoosh. Yep. That was a whoosh with a whip. I don't know what that was. That was a whooshing whip noise. But uh, Ryan is correct. We are into February, mid-February, which means we're headed towards March Madness. So Walk the Line is officially shifted into basketball mode. And now we're getting late enough into the season, you can start to say, oh, these teams have to play... You know, A and B, and yep, B has yep. to play C and D, and so now, now we're starting to to do the math and see. Uh, director Mark Hollis, athletic director Mark Hollis, was actually down. He was uh, part of the. It was like a fake selection committee. They okay. Did, they did their first round of bracketology. Yeah, and it was do, essentially yep. a fake bracket. Like if they were choosing today, who they would who they would pick, and he tweeted out a picture. He had like eight computers and wow. Him. So people are definitely starting to see who's going to go where and. Joe Lenardi does his weekly brackets and stuff, and so it, it's getting that time of year. It's exciting, and there's nothing better than having a school of your own to really root for. And, you know, Michigan State's always at the top here, and this year looking very, very strong. They're 21-4 and four on the season, and, top of the Big Ten. Man, and nationally, people are starting to get excited. Everyone's saying, if Michigan State can just get, get healthy. healthy. Mm-hmm. And someone asked Dick Vitale the other day, if you had to pick one team to put all your stock in, who would it be? And immediately he goes, Michigan State. If those guys can get healthy, I know. watch out. And and the thing about me is I, I'm a little cynical and sometimes pessimistic. And Which we have to be. <laughs> if you haven't seen the, the all the parts playing, it's, it's hard to imagine it all coming together in a perfect way without somebody else getting injured. So I'm just hoping that like fate is on our yeah, side as the season progresses. What I think about is good about this team is usually when you get a lot of guys of that high talent together they say oh there's only one ball but with this team i just there's so many guys who can do different things and i don't think appling needs the high volume shots dawson definitely doesn't he's just there to play rebounds and rebound mm-hmm. and and harris if he could i think part of his problem we're seeing right now is maybe he just feels pressure that he has to do it all offensively he's shooting lots of jumpers and, and not driving as much as i think he needs to and i think Payne being back i think he can start to lean more on him because exactly. Payne's going to start shooting 15 to 20 shots a game which mm-hmm. that even if that just takes pressure off him as far as him thinking i have to shoot right but then i also think that's just going to spread the floor because Payne is just he can do so many different and, things and look at the role players that are really and i'm going to use the cliche phrase stepping up we but have trice is shooting very very well it's it's almost like he's not a role player he's just one of the integral players definitely you can't I, go without I would trice definitely say that but and the valentine well and and of course yeah valentine's he he's he's getting a little more solid each and every game but the two people that are playing really well kaminsky had four two point buckets yesterday right. he had an offensive and he rebound had, and he had five rebounds yeah and and costello had a 
nice pivot in the lane and you yep. put a, a nice move a guy. So like we those guys are really good ancillary pro- players to for the if the Appling and the Dawson and the mm. Payne can get in there with the Valentine, Trice and and Harris. That's yeah. a pretty good team. And just what I like about Michigan State so far this year is come tournament time, it doesn't matter how good you are, it's how you match up with teams. And that's where yeah. a lot of these that's where the upsets happen is because maybe a team just gets hot or something. The thing about Michigan State is they can play so many different ways. They can win. They can slow it down. Yeah. They can win by playing fast. They can win by playing defense, offense. And, man, it, they just do it so many different ways. They have so many different weapons. And I don't know what team out there has an answer if if everything's on track right. in Michigan State. And, I, just, I mean, you, you, you know this. As, as the NCAA tournament comes, it's like... Uh, it's like the NFL playoffs. The biggest and the strongest is what survives because the refs let a little more go. And look how well Unless McGarry you're playing Duke. Then well, they don't. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, Mitch McGarry was a huge reason that Michigan. I mean, Trey Burke was fantastic last year, but Mitch McGarry was so strong and powerful, and he was putting up numbers in the tournament that he didn't do during the regular season. No, and Izzo loves to play that style. And of so ball that's too. where you really do want Dawson to get in there, and because Payne has looked amazing. He was twenty points, fourteen rebounds yesterday, and he was viciously rebounding the ball, and that. That's great. Yeah, it was his first time in his career. He's had back-to-back 20-plus point games. That's that's, great. He he made a move. I might have even mentioned that. He made a move. I don't even remember what Mm -hmm. game. It was the Wisconsin game. Yeah. He shot. He took a shot fake at the three-point line. And dunked it. And just one dribble uh and just rose above everyone. Flushed that thing down. down. And we we were all in our apartment watching the game. We looked at each other and went, wow. Yeah, power. That was one of the best plays I've ever seen him make. And that's the key because you want a Dawson back in there because he's going to get rebounds and and disrupt the other team so that – Payne can get in there and get rebounds, disrupted so that Harris can drive the lane on offense, you know, be a body in there. So I, it's definitely a matter of just getting Dawson's body back in there. And I think they're resting Appling right now uh, for a good reason. You don't want his right wrist being, being yeah, injured in March. Yeah, we saw him missing free throws down the stretch just because of his locked up wrist or you whatever. You could see the wrist kind of pronating to the right. And, mm-hmm. I mean, any coach yep. will tell you, you got to have that wrist action. you got to whoosh. And, that, and we, we've talked, that's the thing with Dawson is yeah he broke his hand but he's not a shooter he, yeah. you, you're not going to need him to come back we just need a three. body in yeah. there to he shoulder people checks mm-hmm. and when he gets rebounds we're just totally drooling over Michigan State right now but when he gets rebounds yeah. man, he just hovers around the rim and just snatches it head above the rim <laughs> like so mad athletic it it like like I will go back to the pessimistic me and say well you know we haven't seen all these players on the court since way earlier in the season and where's the chemistry going to be at when you do right. get them all right so back? so and hopefully you know the 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 master I'm going to say of the team is Tom Izzo he knows all the parts he knows all the recipe and how to put the recipe together so hopefully this is all being planned out I'm sure it is I mean the man is a genius as a, as a coach so I'm sure he's planning all this out and has the days in which you know Abling's going to get more you know into practicing and get into game action and stuff like that get his conditioning back yeah I'm just as I'm sitting here I'm just thinking you only hope that people don't go through a role crisis where they don't know what their role is on the team right once everyone comes back and in particular I'm thinking Denzel Valentine yeah and when when all those guys were healthy at the beginning of the year we talked, and yeah. several other people mentioned, "What is he doing? He just looked confused. He was—he's in the in between. He, he never knew whether to right. shoot or pass. Yep. He would shoot when he should have passed, and he passed when he should have shot. Or take a shot that looked and like I a pass. Think, yeah. And I think now, with everyone gone, he has defined his role more clearly, and that's why we're seeing him play better. Because last year we saw he's a guy who can rebound, play defense. He does it all. He pass, shoot, and now we're starting to see him get more comfortable. And so I just hope, right, with everyone back. Just don't confuse him because sure. And you remember yesterday. Now they played Northwestern yesterday and won eighty-five to seventy. And he went. And he drove the lane. 
Valentine did. And just as he was going to do what he looked like a lob, he just put a lefty underneath push pass to over Payne. to Payne because, and Payne threw that down. And that was beautiful. That's exactly what we need from him. Because Payne caught it in the the ball went from Harris to Payne in the post on the opposite side. Yep. Payne caught it, turned and looked opposite and found Valentine who drove and Payne's man stepped up. Yep. And it was just one fluid motion. He didn't even, he just, it was just like an underhand. Right here you go. And it was a clear Payne. path dunk. So beautiful. Okay. Well, this is walk the line. We are a statistically based analytical sports prognostication show. So what we're going to do is get into the betting lines from last week because in basketball season, the lines don't come out until the day of the games. So that's really putting a damper on our show. Yeah, it's tough because last week, and it was a learning lesson. Uh, I, you know, I was giving too much credit to road teams, and then when the, especially in the Michigan game, I, I know I was saying, and we'll go over this just briefly because I, I feel like I learned a good lesson last week. I was saying, oh, Michigan's gonna be favored. Uh, even Ryan said Michigan would be favored at Iowa minus three and a half or four, and we'd say, oh, Michigan's gonna cover. And it was but, plus four come game well, time. Well, no, Michigan was. We said Michigan was gonna be favored. I know Michigan was. Plus four. Yeah, they, so time. we were complete. So Iowa, yeah, plus four. And they, uh, and minus Iowa five. Just they destroyed, destroyed them. Marble had six threes in the first half, so I was completely wrong about that one. And it was good for Michigan State. But then, you know, later on in the week, um, Michigan went to Ohio State, and they were four-point underdogs in that game. And I told I told Ryan in that day, I said, oh, Ohio State's going to get all the calls. Kraft's going to be, be playing well. Ohio State dominated about three-fourths of that game. Line. Yeah, Ryan straight up called it. It was funny because I was a little getting gloaty with Ryan. It's, that's a mistake I made plenty of times in my life. And I never <laughs> learned my lesson. Michigan flipped it at the end and just went off. And the next thing I knew, they were up like nine with a minute to go. So great win for Michigan. They've shown that they're a solid team. So if they do get McGarry back, they're going to be dangerous. Well, he's done for the year. I, I think there's a chance he might get I know it's a back problem, but I'm just saying that's that's an ingredient that if Michigan get back, boy, that's that's a formidable formidable team i think they're they're fine without him even yeah I mean. they're looking good so ryan and i were wrong about that another thing was it, this one really bugged me it was uh northwestern i said would be minus seven and a half last week against nebraska it turned out northwestern was minus two and i was like oh we we love N- northwestern they were nebraska up by six at halftime one nebraska went in there and won so wrong about that ohio state we said about nine and a half ten and a half against purdue they ended up um eleven what, what, and a half yeah it was eleven and a half yep. did they cover that game i don't know if they did or not i have to look at my app right now it was iowa a, purdue I stayed as far away from that game as possible. So um, I'm trying to see here. What do we got? So Northwestern was two and a half. Um, looking at Michigan, I, I blew. I took the money line in that one. I'm, well, I'm going the, through the game. Yep. Well, the final the score is, was 67-49. So Purdue did not cover that game. I, Ohio State blew them. 67-49. Oh wow. Yeah. The other game that Ryan and I talked about last week was Indiana at Minnesota. That was a Saturday game. I said that Indiana was going to be minus one and a half. Ryan thought Minnesota would be minus two and a half. Ryan was more correct on that one because Minnesota ended up being minus four and Indiana lost 66 to 60. So You sound sad. Are you sad? I, I'm sad. That, yes, I literally... <laughs> you sound very sad. Can we find one wrong. time in the history of anything where I was right and Ryan was wrong when we went head to head? And he's my, he's my best friend. I can't be mad at him, but there's only so much a man can take. Where Ryan, where Ryan's always right. So, Indiana, and we'll, we'll, I mean, we can talk right now. Indiana had a really bad loss later in the week to at home to Penn State. They were minus eight, and they blew a lead and lost the game. There, that is horrible. What's what's Indiana at right now? Are they fourteen and ten? They are, yeah, four and fourteen seven. and ten, four and seven in the Big Ten. I think you got to say they're they're not making the tournament. No, no way. Yeah, that's bad. No, not they have no chance. You can't. I mean, the only teams behind them in the Big Ten are Penn State, Illinois. Yeah, and There's you no cannot way. lose at home to Penn State. No. 
just and devastating. Especially the way they did too. They were up. <sighs> boy, I think they were oh up boy. six with like a minute to go. I know. I said they because I was hoping they were going to cover, and then you said you texted me and said Indiana lost. I was like lost not covering and then i was like what so and i'm not an indiana fan and tom cream he was a respectable guy when at the press conference because he gets like so ballistically red-faced during the game that you'd think he'd be a kind of a you know what after he was really even keeled after the game and yeah, respectful, just an, nice guy just an intense guy yeah but so a likable guy even and though so, i hate indiana but you know they're not going anywhere so he's, yeah and I don't know. we're talking tournament and big 10 basketball mm-hmm. i'm just if you're the committee this is just not a good it's not as good as a big 10 as it has been yeah. in recent years and so I'm thinking only five teams can get in. And so if mm-hmm. you're Indiana, you're sitting at 14 and 10. Yeah. And one in you're one and five on the road. You're four and seven in the conference. So guess what? Purdue's 14 and 10. Nebraska's 13 and 10. Minnesota's 16 and nine. And I don't even think Minnesota. That's where the cutoff in. And they needed that win. Well, they they were they had a lead yesterday, and Wisconsin went on a run to end the half and took like about a six eight point lead at halftime. And then Minnesota did cover the eight and a half points yesterday, but they lost seventy eight to seventy. But now Minnesota has five and seven in the Big Ten. You really have to get nine wins at least. Yeah, five hundred in your conference. Right, and go nine and nine. They're sixteen and nine. So Minnesota might be a team that can get into that play in game or something. And, right, they're right they're, on the edge. They're just holding their breath, hoping that. Those the teams who are going to be at largest no matter what yeah. win their conferences <clears throat> definitely. You they need, don't want any surprises no, coming no in one. like like some weird Big East team like a like a Zay, well Xavier's probably in but I'm just saying like a Marquette or yeah, something I mean, weird. And when, like now St. John's looks like they're going to get in. They've been yeah they've been playing well really well. Late, mm-hmm. So man I I agree. I mean Minnesota is definitely not in any comfort zone. Yeah and I'm, to yeah I'm pull up their schedule here. Well I'm and I'll, and I'll talk about left. the Big Ten. Um just the five teams that are just guaranteed going are Michigan State Michigan because Michigan. State's 21 and 4 overall. Michigan's 18 and 6 overall. Iowa looks great with that win over Mich- with Michigan. So Iowa's at 18 and 6. Wisconsin now is at 20 and 5. And they've won they're 5 in, or 6 yeah, in a row. Yeah, and they're a solid team. They're they're doing well. And then Ohio State, even though they lost to Min- Michigan, they're still 19 and 6 overall and 6 and 6 in the Big 10. So they're definitely going to make it. But the other teams, Nebraska, yeah. Northwestern, Indiana, Purdue, Penn State, and, and Illinois, if, nope, 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 nope. Nope. And, and if nope. you're Minnesota, they're they're the only team to me on the fence as far as whether or not totally. they get in the Big Ten. Those first five, is that five? The five are guaranteed. In. And yeah, they're in. And if you're Minnesota, you know, maybe you get, so you're at Northwestern, has to be a win. Home against Illinois, has to be a win. Yeah. And then you go at Ohio State, home against Iowa, and at Michigan. And to me, you have to win the Iowa game at home. Yeah. And then split your two road games and you're in. It's a, it's possibility because Big Ten is more of a respected conference, obviously, and and there's 68 teams now, so there's those two playing games that can be two 12 seeds or something. So I could see like a Minnesota playing a St. John's in one of those play-in games or something like that. So it's possible, Minnesota. Just don't don't lose to Penn State or something at home or whatever. They don't screw it up. <laughs> yeah, you're close. So then, ju- just jumping back to last week, uh, Illinois went into Penn State and, and ruined and got rid of their horrible. I, I was bagging on Illinois, but they did win on the road in Penn State. They were underdogs in one. In that game, um, but then, then they, they turned out. They lost at Nebraska. They they were minus. They were plus two at Nebraska and lost by nine. So Illinois just it's a it's a sad year for the Illini Nation. They're three and nine in the Big Ten and fourteen eleven overall, and that's that's losing nine out of ten games there. So that's pretty bad. But so that's enough said about that. I, I'm I'm done bagging on Illinois. Now Michigan State last week went into Wisconsin, and both Ryan and I thought Michigan State would be favored. And this is the mistake that I I'm learning now. Home teams, and I should have known this, but I, I guess I, I was 
thinking that Michigan State would be favored, but no. Um, Wisconsin was minus three and a half, and then Payne hit that three pointer to tie it at fifty eight. And then I guess is that that's Jackson's son, right? That's Tr- Trayvon Jackson. That's that's Jimmy Jackson's son. I didn't even know that because he was gloating about it on the air yesterday. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know that because he's like, look, he's good looking, and I was like, wait a second. Then I put two and two together. So, but Michigan State did cover the three and a half points, although they lost by two, and that yeah, was a tough. It was tough four come game time too. I yeah, think. Yeah. So. so you know, and then Michigan State bounced back pretty well. And uh, yesterday they were minus fifteen against Northwestern, and of and, all things, they pushed. Yeah, and I looked in Vegas come game time. It was fifteen and a half. So, oh really? Yeah. By the time the game, I mean, on the app that we yeah, have, yeah, that, yeah, that is fake. We uh, yep. It was. It stayed at fifteen, but in Vegas, I think it ended up going to fifteen and a half. Interesting. And it it did. It kind of hovered around there all game. Michigan State jumped up early. So yeah. Well, Ryan. So let's. Would you like to talk about the? Let you. Would you like to try our hand Man, at this let's week's? Try again. Let's go. So I'm gonna squeak the mic over here and try to get a new a new sheet open for this week for February. The games. These games are gonna be February 15th and February 16th. Is it fair to say that we're better at picking than predicting? I mean, I, well, I'm hoping to be good at both because if you can do one, you can do the other. I'm thinking. So I I would re- really like to get good at this because. I mean, now, uh, the people who technically set the lines are Las Vegas sports consultants, the LVSC in Las Vegas, and then they meet with different committees. They have experts from each conference and from everything, home and away. They know everything and all the stats, and they come together like the Knights of the Round Table, and then they sell the lines to the casinos, and then the betting public gets their hands on it, and it evens things out. So, um, uh, that's what I, but I think Ryan and I can, we can recreate that. I think we can be smart about this. So let's jump to Saturday's games for the 15th. The first game is Iowa Hawkeyes at Penn State. So I was seven and four in the big 10 Penn State's four and eight. Now four and eight. Now this game, Iowa has to be a favorite in this game. I mean, just has to be. So what are you thinking about this one, Ryan? Mm, off the top of my head, I'm thinking Iowa is that's at home for Iowa. It's at Penn State. Oh, it's at Penn Mm -hmm. State. So Iowa minus seven and a half. All right, I'm going to put this down because we're going to see how we are about this. I mean, I at, initially I'm thinking yes, that makes sense. But Penn State just went to Indiana, and Penn State just won a game. And like I said, Big Ten home teams really are Definitely. getting the push. So I'm going to say lower. I'm going to say Iowa minus four and a half. Uh, so I'm going to put this, and then I would expect Iowa. They need to take care of business. I, I, would, I would take the four and a half. I mean, if that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you think it's going to be like a five or six point win for Iowa, probably. Yeah. Okay. So just, I mean, my thinking on it is, I'm looking at Iowa mm-hmm. and how have they fared against teams on the road towards the bottom of the Big Ten? So mm-hmm. they won by seven at Illinois. Okay. They won by 26 at Northwestern. Okay. They won by 10 at Ohio State. So now I'm just doing road games, I yeah. guess. They lost by four at Wisconsin, and they lost at Michigan. So they've just kind of been all over the place, but they've fared well against teams towards the bottom of the Big Ten. Yeah. Which makes me think they can go in there and take care of business. Hey, they're looking tough. Penn State had a really, really good victory on the road, so I think they're going to be playing with some good momentum. Man, I'm, look, I'm looking at Iowa's sure. schedule. Ouch, coming down the stretch here. They... They need this game because after that they go at Indiana. And Indiana, they're just young and they're very talented and they have that Noah Von Lake kid that yeah. people are predicting in the a lot of the top of the NBA draft picks. Uh-huh. And just it's never fun to go to Bloomington. So they go at Indiana, home against Wisconsin, at Minnesota, at Michigan State. Those are some tough games down the stretch. So if you're Iowa, you need to win these games where sure. they should be wins. 
Well, hey, look, I, I mean, it's. I'm going to say that I was going to go in. They're going to cover. The, I'm thinking four and a half, five in there. I'm going to say four and a half for right now. They're going to get in their cover, take care of business. So, so are we putting our heads together and just saying it'll be five and a half? Yeah, let's do five and a half. Then. Okay. So we'll. Do, I'll put consensus. <laughs> Five, five and a half, Iowa, six, minus, minus six, come game time. 5.5. Let's do that. Okay. okay, next game is Indiana Hoosiers, who we've just been talking a lot about uh, at Purdue. And this Purdue is a big don't. yeah, this is a big rivalry game. And um, Indiana just it doesn't have it going on. So I'm thinking because of this, I'm going to come out and say it's going to be Purdue minus three. That's what I think because I think Indiana is a wounded team right now. So Purdue's not very good this year. And Purdue's overall record is uh, 14 and 10, but so is Indiana's. So I'm going to go Purdue minus three on this one for my prediction with Purdue probably covering that game Indiana's looking pretty messy lately yeah my, my gut says I want Indiana to win this game or not want them to win but I just I think Indiana will win this game but we they're even they're even record wise we talked you know learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. Purdue's at home and like they've been getting the they've been given the home team points so I'm thinking Purdue minus five and a half wow and I'm gonna take Indiana money line to win the game at Purdue Okay, so I'm going to write this, Indiana money line. All right, and I think that Purdue will cover. Uh, so I'm going to say Purdue covers. So we conflict on this one. And, I mean, in theory, Indiana's the better team, but they're just not showing it. So that's, that's why I'm that's sticking true. with the Purdue. Okay, the last game, uh, uh, last the third Big Ten game is an 8 p.m. start uh, tomorrow night, the 15th. Uh, it's Ohio State Buckeyes, who just lost at home to Michigan, versus Illinois, who was 3-9, lost 9 of 10, and lost on the road. This could be a trap game. I think that it's going to be Ohio State minus three and a half, but I think it could be a trap game for Ohio State. So I'm just going to say that. And that's just an objective, not me being an Illini guy, but I think Ohio State's going to be minus three and a half going into the game. I don't know how previous matchups fare when they're coming out with these lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Ohio they, State only won by seven at, at home. And Illinois was Illini. up for most of that game. Illinois gave up a lot of points at the very end of that game. Well, I mean, what do you think of Illinois at this point of the year? We, we kind of ranted on them last week, but... You know, is is gross? Is he on the hot seat or no? Not at all. I mean, he he got you know that he there's that scar is going to be deep from the Cliff Alexander recruiting thing. You know, and he's got a couple guys coming in next year to try to turn around. And the freshmen, like I said, Kendrick Nunn, Jalen Tate, uh, Malcolm Hill, like these are the these are the freshmen that that they're banking on for the future to grow. But really, you know, Revante Rice hasn't really shown. He's a tough kid, but he's not showing the production that he had earlier in the what season. Gra- what grade is he? Sorry. He, he he transferred from Drake, so he has two years of eligibility left. And then they had a guy, John Eakey, who we talked about, you know, he, yep. you know, and he, he's been playing more inside this week. I saw he had more free throws. Cool. But, you know, he's a transfer from Illinois State. And um, but, uh, you know, I just I just think Illinois Illinois is not going to do it. It's not their season. It's not mm-hmm. nothing's going right. So I think Ohio State's going to cover three and a half in Champaign. So that's my call. What do you think about it? I'm just I'm looking at Ohio State's schedule here, and they had the early struggles, but they've turned it on as of late. Other than I guess their home loss to Penn State, but since they won at Wisconsin, at Iowa, and then they just handled Purdue at home. Yeah. And then we already mentioned earlier in the show the the tough loss to Michigan earlier this week. I'm thinking Ohio State's going to be minus five and a half, okay. minus six and a half going wow. in there. I'm going to go five and a half. Okay. Because I think you're just getting ahead of yourself. Do you think they can cover that? Yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. I okay. Just, like you said, Illinois, it's just not their year. They don't Man, have they don't have now, the confidence either. And you're we're getting into that point of the season where you just start shutting it down and maybe being at home, this is a type of win that can just salvage your season. And last year we saw it when Indiana was number one. Or was that was that two years ago? No, now? that was last. boy, that's hard to remember, but I think it was last year. <laughs> they spent most of the season number one. 
Yeah, so they they knocked off Indiana at number one, and that just really made their season. So maybe this is one of those games knocking off a top dog at home can always make you feel better. So yep. I like Ohio State to go in there and take care of business. Yeah, I mean, just Illinois, it's kind of a depressing season overall. And, I, I, you know, I read the message boards more, and the fans are pretty depressed in the Champaign, you know, area. I mean, it's not – everybody's real pessimistic, and you wonder why I am. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, so – okay, so that'll wrap up the Saturday game. So Sunday the 16th, the first 1 p.m. game, it's a, it's a CBS game. It's Wisconsin Badgers going into Ann Arbor to play Michigan. So this is one where I'm just going to come out and say, this is Michigan minus three because it's, it's, yep. like, it's like a home game. Yeah, it's it's a, like your football. Mm-hmm. Two even teams. So Wisconsin and Michigan. I'm saying Michigan minus three. Maybe, yeah, it might even go up to four, I think. Maybe, I think. You want to say three and a half then? Yeah, we'll do three and a half. I just. Okay. And this is one where, where do you think Michigan's going to cover? I mean, they're going to be going crazy there. The Maize and Blue or whatever they call them. The Crazy Mazins. I don't give a what they call each other, but they're, they're Michigan. The they're, Maze Rage. Yeah, that. Whatever they call it. Yep. The, can can that place get bumping? I mean, I and they jump and they look like a mustard bottle that needs to get emptied out. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. They, they were colored in highlighter before the game. Yeah, the highlighter. Whether it's like it's stinky Dijon or whatever they have. Whatever, dude. Man, I'm telling you, the Michigan State fan in me is just. I'm hoping they can't don't. wait for that game on the 23rd when Michigan State gets in well, there. That, yeah, and, and with ne- we just had Northwestern Nebraska, so a nice little break for Michigan State. So yeah, I'm just. I'm just hoping that Wisconsin can go in there and win because then if Michigan State can go into Michigan and win, then guess what? All of a sudden you got a two-game lead in the Big Ten and things are looking – I mean, it's February now. Every game matters. And Oh, yeah. So I, I do like Michigan to take care of business. It okay. just seems like – because for them, they have Wisconsin and us, and those are their two big games left. So if you can be ready for sure. Sunday, then – And that's a very respectable win That that's a confidence like, that they had at Ohio State. State. It's very nice win. the thing win. about that is that was a midweek game too. It's very easy to go on the road during the week and just forget to show up. It ha- We see it happen all over the place. Mm-hmm. It, these Saturday-Sunday games are the big ones. You can gear up for that. But, man, on the road on a Thursday or whatever or Tuesday – Sometimes sometimes it's tough to get out of that lull off the bus or whatever, and yeah. they showed up, and they did have that lull. They were down big early, yep. and they responded. They, they did. Took, they took a punch in the mouth and got back yep. up. Yep, and that's, they're, they're showing. Michigan we'll is see. overperforming this season, and Definitely. so that's commendable. As much as I just poo-pooed on them, and, respect to Michigan. And they came in here and won. Yeah. I think they're just really flying under the radar. Doesn't it seem that way? Or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're 15th ranked in the nation. They're 18-6 and six overall, 10-2 well, and two to lead the Big Ten. as much as you would no. normally hear. Well, we'll see. I mean, this is now is the time, like we were saying at the beginning of the show today it's we're the midpoint of february it's time to get into march and then we're going to really see what what happens so uh now before we talk about michigan state that's the last one i want to talk about today let's just quickly go over the other sunday game which is minnesota at northwestern so i think minnesota is going to be minus one it's almost a pick them game to me so it's a game i do not want to watch one second of um just minnesota and northwestern not too compelling minnesota's five and seven in the big 10 so is northwestern yeah and I w- so, i'd like to say northwestern be favored but based on the you know maybe the the italians from the future doing uh-huh. something of that nebraska game that other people didn't but yeah the fact because what you said northwestern ended up minus, minus two. two so the maybe. fact that they were only minus two against Against Nebraska, and Nebraska, Nebraska came back. Makes from, me think that no, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota goes in there minus two, minus okay. two and a half. Okay, perfect. And so I, I think that uh, that's one where where maybe 
it's just that this is like an opening round game in the Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis that's like on ESPNU at 11 a.m. that you just hate watching. So, like, this that's what this game is. I don't care. It's probably 54 52. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just disgusting. This game's terrible. So, I will say that Minnesota's going to go in and just because I, I, this is our show, this is what we do. Minnesota's going to go in and win that game. Northwestern surprised me how many threes they took last night. Yeah, Jershon Cobb was playing great yesterday. Yeah. He had like yeah, so maybe just Collins is starting to get his system in there more. But yeah, man, those guys were just fearless last night. If if they maybe were he just them saw him, if it, if it's there, just take it because yeah. that's was the only way they were going to upset him. Maybe they pull yeah, Michigan yeah. and shoot sixty percent from. Three. They had it when it was like twenty three twenty two or something, and then Michigan State pulled away and ended the half thirty nine thirty. So yeah, it was a fifteen point game. But I I do feel like Northwest. That's the best I've seen Northwestern play uh-huh. in my three years yeah. here. So well, Crawford's a guy that can change the game. He didn't really have a good game yesterday, so yeah, he wasn't like, shooting very Northwestern well. Northwestern wins games by just mucking them up. Usually they do. Yep. Yesterday it seemed. They were just very high scoring game. Yeah, it was a it was a good basketball game to watch despite the fifteen points. We both knew that we we both projected it to go over. The over under was one twenty and the game ended eighty five seventy for one fifty (laughs) five. That was it it went over with nine minutes and nineteen seconds to go in the game. I saw I counted that. Man, they suckered people into that because when Michigan State played at Northwestern Uh it was sixty to fifty two or something weird like that. But that that gym is just it's the shorter yeah the backdrop. Welsh Ryan mm-hmm. and it's so I very think, high on the sides too yeah and I just think a lot of I mean Michigan State they had four or five air balls in there I yeah. just think it it's something with that gym uh-huh. that makes it hard to score in it's there. like a high school it's gym it, I mean, it is it's I'm so a Northwestern small. grad I I spend a lot of time in that building so you know it smells like a high school gym and I can too. tell you that Northwestern's been to zero NCAA tournaments and they're an academic school but they're in the Big Ten and their football team's done really well under Pat Fitzgerald but the basketball team just that's what they're hoping for with Chris Collins he was you know he's a, he's a Chicago he's a guy yeah job there hey so five wins year. is pretty good look at Illinois they're three and nine so Northwestern two games better and they they beat beaten the Illini so. But uh, anyway, okay, let's get into the goods of this week. And well, this will be the last game we talk about. Uh, not not a tough one to project, but let's project the lines. It's Nebraska, who's 13-10, and 5-6 and six in the Big Ten, coming here to East Lansing to play the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State, once again, is 21-4 and four and 10-2 and two in the Big Ten. This, so the question, I'm going to let Ryan start this one, is yeah, how I mean, much is Michigan State going to be favored this by? This just sounds like another minus 14 game, doesn't it? It does. Uh, Nebraska and Northwestern are pretty comparable teams. I mean, as far as the Big Ten standings you, go, they have one more Northwestern. Yeah. Western has one more victory. Actually, no. Where's North? The loss last night. Yeah, five and put six them at for five and seven, and Nebraska's five and six. Yep. So very comparable. So yes, Ryan said minus fourteen and a half. I'm gonna say minus twelve and a half. So do you want to meet in the middle at thirteen and a half? Sounds good to me. All right, I'm gonna go consensus. I mean. It's just not a danger game for Michigan State. This is like get the guys back in the game, you know, get get paying some more stats. So yeah, Nebraska's shown the ability to score points in wins, but in losses, man, they just fifty eight. So yeah, fifty eight, fifty. They 60, look. They're not. I mean, respect to Nebraska. They fifty seven. Illinois jumped out in the game to a twelve four lead the other day, and I was watching. I said, "Hey, Illinois looks good." It was like a two pointer, swish swish, three three. It was twelve tied at twelve, and Nebraska really didn't look back at that point. No, so I'm, I'm thinking seventy five. You're going to give me a score, yeah, huh? 75 60 at the end or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of like a re- reflect yesterday. Just based on what I'm looking at, yeah. Nebraska's losses, it just seems. Man, they they only lost by one. And I'm gonna at say 65-51. We cover by wow. one half point We're, with a with a with a low scoring. <sighs> if that's game. the case, I'm dreading working on something. Yeah, yeah that that's sounds funny. awful. So, but uh, you know, I mean, it's it. 
we, we touched on it a little bit earlier. It's a, it's a leisurely two home games for Michigan State. They, they've been looking at this week, like saying, okay, yeah, we can relax on these two games. Back. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then Ryan, look at this. What's coming up this following week for Michigan State? Let's look at their schedule um, before we get out of here for today. Let's see what we got for I Michigan State. we just State. have a Thursday game next week. Let's go here. It looks like uh, at, at, Purdue. at Purdue. Well, then, and then oh, following and then the Sunday. Sunday is Mich- so we go Thursday, Ooh, Sunday baby, again. That's it. Yeah, Thursday, Sunday again, with but this time road and road. So at Purdue, so it'll be interesting to see what Purdue does against Indiana because if Purdue wins that game, they feel a little more confident and momentum to at home. Purdue too. Mackey Arena is very tough. And then then the big one, it's a CBS game, and it's 12 noon Eastern. So that's an hour earlier than normal. So you can tell that means that CBS is starting to get to the point of this season where they're going to get those triple headers on, you know, and start getting us really geared up for March <laughs> Madness. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, Michigan State will probably be I'm not going to r- write it down because I'm just mulling this over my head Michigan State will probably be about seven and a half point favorites on the road in Purdue don't you I mean depending I guess we don't know yeah I, I, dude I, it just depends on how this weekend goes for both teams yeah definitely I can see it being five four or five yeah I mean and and I would take that I would I would expect Michigan State to really go in and, God, in there and overpower so, them Jeez. because because uh, you know Purdue let's just see where they sit in the Big Ten again they're four and seven overall 14 and 10 I mean that's that's your road their games are ninth, tough man I don't know 10th place in the Big Ten it, it is very tough but and then the following Sunday we'll, we'll, we'll I don't Ryan's going to be out of town next week so I mean what are you looking for Michigan State will be underdogs in Ann Arbor definitely I like it to be how was it Wisconsin four or five again probably I know. I like it's, us to go in and it's, win. And it's going to be a close game into the end, just like last year when Trey Burke got that steal off. I don't happening, know. So. I just man, they we had no pain, uh-huh. and they shot sixty percent from three. Yeah. And Michigan, when you live and die in the three like that, it I just, know it's true. We could go in there and do, you know maybe do what we did to home last year at home, where all of a sudden we're up twenty to five to start a game. I can only hope, but. I'll take Michigan State money line in that. Right. Well, and the way it works out, I'm I'm going to pencil in a victory for Michigan State against Nebraska. Sorry, Cornhuskers. So they're going to go to 11 and two. So if they can beat Purdue, they'll go to 12 and two in the Big Ten. And then the Michigan game is really going to decide the Big Ten because yep. after that, Illinois and Iowa come to East Lansing, and then Michigan State finishes on March yeah, at 9th Ohio at State. Ohio State. That's why if you're so, a Michigan State fan, you need Wisconsin to come through for you. This, and beat and, and beat you, Michigan. And you never mm-hmm. want to root for Wisconsin, but if if ever there's it's a time, beating the, it's this beating weekend. the Wolverines, I know. And 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 I do got to say, credit to Michigan Wolverines. They're playing very good they basketball. Are. Stauskas and crew. I mean, Stauskas is the leader, and, and you got Robinson the fourth or whatever, right? Glenn Robinson the tray. The tray. You know, and he's a good player. He's <laughs> He's got moves, and 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 then there's the there's there's Gerald Levert, Casper Levert. What's his name? I don't even know. Karis. I don't care as what his name is. <laughs> no, he's a good player too. They're they're looking good. So yeah, no. there are rivals, and I want to. I, stepping up I want Michigan State to defeat them. Obviously, so just being a homer right now. <laughs> the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Okay, I need to triangulate that thought. So. So I, I like everybody. I like uh, who do I like now? Mich- Michigan. I don't even know. Essentially, I'm no. saying that anyone who plays Michigan, you're rooting for. Exactly. And then if we look at who Mich- and who are they playing again, you threw me off with that one because I'm trying to look, look back on Sunday. Did we I need Wisconsin? Scram- did I scramble your brain? In yeah, some you new did. Way we, we're we're going to be rooting for the Badgers. We really are. I mean, the Badgers beat beat us last week, and we need the Badgers to go in. But I do expect Michigan to win that game. So. We'll see, but it's interesting. I mean, this is this is what college basketball is about, and I I really wish we could do this on a daily basis so we could really nail the lines because tonight's yeah, Ryan's be, Ivy be, League special. 
Oh, so. dude, let me. You know what? This needs to go on the show. Go. Okay. He's gonna say this because we'll 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 get this up. So Ryan's gonna give you guys to to end today episode twenty. Ryan's gonna give you a quick scoop on uh, his two best Ivy League picks for tonight. What do you got for us, Ryan? You know, usually I go all the favorites because uh-huh. it always plays out how it should. Yeah. So my four team Ivy League parlay tonight. Yes. Is Yale money line yes. at minus three sixty. Okay. Dartmouth minus three and a half. Okay. Harvard money line at minus two sixty, uh-huh. and I'm taking my first ever underdog. Uh oh. I'm taking Brown. Their the money line is plus one fifty five against whom? Princeton. Oh, you're going against Princeton. I'm going against is it Princeton. In, is it was the game at Princeton in it's New at, Jersey? It's at Brown. Oh, forever. it's at Brown. <laughs> God, you know what's funny? Like I I I would like to think that I'm a smart person, and I don't know where Brown is. I'm that's I feel really stupid right now. So I'm looking it up on Wikipedia just to let everybody know. And if you Wikipedia Brown, you get the color. <laughs> so hold on a second. I should. I'm. I really, really feel stupid. I'm. Oh, it's in Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. See. Well, and the I thing wouldn't about have known that. Game that. Is, I mean, yeah. there, I took Brown. Of course, now I can't find it. Uh huh. Princeton's one in four in the Ivy League. They've only so, played five games. Yeah, that's what's going on with the Ivy League. Anyway, but <laughs> so they're this one is, and four, yeah. and Brown's four and two at home. So I, I just pure numbers alone. I'm like, why are they dogs at home against the team who's one and four? There's right. only you play all the same team, so it's not like Princeton's played someone that Brown hasn't. Mm-hmm. And this is the beauty of walk the line and the beauty of the lines is that we could care less or know where Brown is, which we now know is in Providence, Rhode Island. I'm sorry, Ivy League. And sorry for my own family for not knowing. We look at the numbers. We, we look at the, 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 the record. We look at uh, how they are doing in conference and where it's being played. Because guess what? When I'm on my Valentine's Day tonight, I'm going to be doing the, like in the commercial, checking the, <laughs> checking the score under the table and I'm going to go. She's going to be holding his hand. I'm going to be like, come on, Brown. Come on, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dude. <laughs> oh man well so thank you very much for listening is there ryan is there anything else you want to do before i squeak the mic over here and play us out i mean we haven't complained about the weather yet today you want to do that real quick? i mean if you're in america in the year 2014 so you just here. know that every day is gray and there's just the snow is so gigantic it looks like icebergs i've had from the titanic I've everywhere we go headaches behind my left eyeball for the last two months just because of the weather i'm like ugh. I told Ryan like the other week, I said, I can't sit in my office. I have to wear sunglasses. He's like, don't you have curtains in your office? I was like, okay, cool. Yes. And even then I got to put the sunglasses on in my office at CAS. We so. do over-unders on whether it gets above 10 or not. Man, I'm going to April. what I say last week? I'm saying the snow is going to be here till maybe like April 10th. I mm-hmm. think I said something like that. And the thing about going to school here, we're done in April. So they call it spring semester. Well, spring break starts on February 28th. Not technically, but that's technically when I'm heading to Vegas. Does, yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. I'm putting in a petition to it should be fall semester and winter semester because you don't ever hit spring no. before April. Oh, my goodness. Well, I came here for the sports, everybody. That's why I'm here at this school, and I'm having a good time with the my buddy Ryan. Yeah, on the fix. On the fix. <laughs> you know what? And so for Impact 89 FM and Impact Sports here at Michigan State, my name is Dan Cryer, and that's Ryan Smith. So, Ryan, say bye, and I'm going to play us out of here, huh? Have a good weekend, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Thanks for listening. Here I go. Dan and Ryan, you just listen to Walk the Line. And I say peace, a peace. See you later, everybody.